Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Business Strategy. Last week we talked about identifying and defining your ideal customer profile, your ICP. This week I wanna talk about another issue that a lot of companies struggle with and that's defining their strategic problem. Now, last week we talked about the ideal customer profile and what I see is that when I'm working with companies on their strategy, oftentimes they're missing the customer which sounds kind of crazy, right? But too many companies will get together, they'll do strategy sessions, which a lot of companies are gonna be doing coming up in Q4 here and into the new year. They're gonna be sitting down, they're gonna be engaging in strategic planning is what they call it, which involves defining their mission, their vision, their values, and what they're gonna do in the coming year. But sadly, too many companies, they go through this process and they don't get the ideal customer profile right. And instead, they focus on what the company's gonna do instead of what the customer needs. That was the episode last week. Make sure you check it out if you didn't listen to it so you can understand the importance of really nailing down your ideal customer profile. Okay, now the other side of the equation is the strategic problem. So when you engage in the strategic planning process, okay, if you're revisiting your strategy, which I highly recommend that you do on a regular basis, but at certain intervals, you're going to really want to take a deep dive into your strategy. I highly recommend every single month you doing a strategy review. I call this the FSR, which stands for the Financial Strategy Review Meeting. And in this meeting, you're looking at your strategy, you're looking at your initiatives, you're looking at your report card, which includes the financial statements and you're making adjustments as you go along, as things emerge. Remember, you're gonna have this strategy. It's gonna be this intended strategy. And as you go out there and execute, it's gonna transform from an intended strategy to an emergent strategy. So you need those FSRs so you can understand what's working and what's not working and then make adjustments. But let's step back a minute. Instead of the FSRs, let's take a hard, fast look at your strategy. Let's do a revisit here. Now, if I was coming into your company or if I was sitting down with you right now, the first thing I would do is I'd ask you, who is your ideal customer? And I'd say, show me your ideal customer profile. Okay, that's number one. Number two, I would ask you, what is your strategic problem? Now, I'm not talking about some tactical problem that you're struggling with. For example, oh, we just launched this product and it has this and this defect. Now, that could be your strategic problem if it has the potential of destroying your company right? If it's going to impact your ability to stay viable going into the future, then obviously that could be a strategic problem. But there are blocking and tackling issues within companies that are just so tactical in nature and they're always going to exist. And if you just tackle those issues constantly without stepping back, without zooming out and looking at your strategy from a macro perspective, you're just going to be caught in the weeds of your business and you're going to have a hard time making progress moving forward. And in the worst case scenario, you can actually go bankrupt by not paying attention to the bigger thing that is impacting your organization. So what is a strategic problem? A strategic problem is an underlying issue that stands in the way of your company's ability to live out its purpose and achieve its vision. It's a threat to your organization's long-term well-being that should be addressed through your strategic options. So that's really what I want you to understand is that your strategic problem is much greater. It's much more grand than your just your tactical operational issues. Okay, so don't get those confused. 
but you have to identify what your one problem is. If you'll notice, I didn't say strategic problems. I said strategic problem singular. There's one thing, there's one threat that's getting in the way of your organization fulfilling its purpose and achieving its vision. Okay, so you have to identify this very clearly. So when it comes to your strategic problem, there's two parts. Really, the first part is describing the issue that your company is facing. Then number two is describing what the consequence is in what your company must do in order to defend against this threat. Now, in a previous episode, I provided some examples of strategic problems, but let me just give it to you here again. If we look at Verizon, okay, the telecommunications company, their strategic problem may include this. Now, I don't work with Verizon. I didn't call up the CEO to ask him what their strategic problem is, but this is from their 10K report. So if we just look at their 10K and we look at the management discussion and analysis section, the MDNA section, then we can extrapolate the following strategic problem. It's becoming increasingly difficult to earn a profit as pricing pressure increases. We are in a constant battle for market share with the competition, resulting in a decline in our average revenue per user. If we do not figure out how to differentiate and increase prices, our margins will suffer. So if you notice there, the problem is, is that they're struggling to earn a profit because there's pricing pressures. That's the first part. They're in this constant battle for market share with the competition which is resulting in this decline in average revenue per user. So that's the problem that they're facing. The second part that I mentioned before is if they don't figure out how to differentiate and increase prices, here's the consequence, their margins will suffer. Okay, look at let's look at Amazon. We have differentiated our way to the top. However, as e-commerce has evolved, we are facing increased competition. Okay, so that's their problem. As disruptive rivals are becoming more aggressive in their attempts to siphon market share, think about Walmart, we must refine our portfolio to keep the up-and-comers at bay by continuously refining our customer experience strategy. Okay, so once again, there's the two parts there explained. Number one, the issue they're dealing with, and then what they must do in order to avoid the potential consequence. So with the strategic problem, make sure you have both parts. Otherwise, your problem may just sound like this. We are losing customers and we're losing a bunch of money. That's our problem. Okay, well, that doesn't tell you anything. Or you may say, our strategic problem is we don't have good talent. Okay, well, that's not a complete strategic problem statement that I mentioned. Remember, you have to have both parts. Describe the issue that you're facing and then describe what your organization must do to defend against it and the potential consequence if you don't appropriately defend against this threat. Okay. Also, when you have both parts, then now it provides the clarity to your team in order to set their initiatives. If you don't have a clear strategic problem, you're just going to be pursuing all types of random strategic initiatives. And that's why it's so critical to get this part right. You have the ideal customer profile. You have that clearly defined. You understand who your customer is, what their behaviors are, what their motivations, what their values are. You understand that very clearly. You're designing products and services to serve your ideal customer profile. That's part of your go-to-market strategy. Along the way, you're gonna face a strategic problem. So when you have your ideal customer profile defined and you identify your strategic problem, then you can craft initiatives, strategic initiatives, to allow you to progress and to succeed with your strategy. That's how it all comes together. I can't tell you how many times I go into companies 
and I ask them, I say, okay, what is your strategic problem? And they can't identify it. Or they'll just list out a bunch of tactical things. And then I ask them for their strategic initiatives. And anytime I find that there's no clarity around a strategic problem, I also find that the strategic initiatives that they're pursuing are weak or misguided. Okay, so that's why it's so important to get the strategic problem right. Now, here are six things that I want you to consider as you identify your strategic problem. Number one, as I mentioned before, it's complex. A strategic problem is complex and challenging to solve. So solving it allows you to offset a series of related problems. If you're struggling to identify just one problem, you may say, Steve, we have like five strategic problems. I would encourage you to take those problems and keep asking yourself why, why, why. So it's like the five whys. If you say, okay, we're struggling with profitability, why? Because we can't retain customers, why? Because our product is difficult to use, why? And you keep asking yourself why? Then you'll uncover your strategic problem. So asking why could be very valuable. But remember, it's complex and it's overarching. There may be a series of problems underneath it, but if you ask yourself, what is the one problem, if we solve it, we'll solve all these related problems. That's when you're gonna get to the crux of your strategic problem. Okay, number two, your strategic problem identifies the macro issue. It focuses on the macro long-term challenge. It's not a challenge that you're facing, and if you just make a phone call or you close this deal, then it goes away. Instead, it's a long-term issue that you need to solve, so make sure you keep that in mind. Number three, a strategic problem describes your company's roadblocks, so it clearly identifies the challenges that inhibit you from achieving your true potential. Remember in my previous example with Verizon, there's pricing pressure. There's market share issues with competition. Uh, With Amazon, the the customer experience needs to be more robust in order to fend against its up-and-coming rivals. Okay, so you want to be able to describe what roadblocks you're facing. That's number three. Number four, your strategic problem is consistent across your options. So when you're looking at your strategic options, when you're building out your strategy blueprint, and you explore those four quadrants that I've talked about before in previous episodes. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go back to the beginning of the podcast, check out what is strategy. I walk you through the strategic options and how you can go through that entire process. But when you are exploring your strategic options, maybe you are trying to decide whether you expand geographically in this area or whether you're scaling back or whether you're doing acquisitions or whatever it may be, whatever those options are, your strategic problem is gonna be consistent your options that you're exploring are gonna help you to overcome your problem, okay? But you're not gonna have a strategic problem across different options, typically. Okay, number five, your strategic problem affects numerous stakeholders. Because your strategic problem is high level and all-encompassing, its solution requires collaboration of talent across the business. So your strategic problem may impact your customers, your employees, your investors, but it impacts multiple stakeholders. Number six is your strategic problem guides your strategy. Your priorities, your objectives, your initiatives, all these things are directed at addressing the strategic problem. So once again, when it comes to setting your strategic initiatives, as you move forward in your business, and as you revisit your initiatives that you're pursuing and you wanna determine whether or not you're focusing on the right things, make sure they always point back to your strategic problem. 
if your strategic problem involves losing market share to the competition, but then you have initiatives that you're pursuing some random other things like employee engagement or something like that, and it's unrelated to your market share, sure, you could do these things, okay? You can do these initiatives, which are probably good initiatives to do, but they may not be the best initiatives because you may go and pursue these initiatives and accomplish them, but if your problem isn't being addressed, you could be out of business. And that's where I see most companies struggle. They're struggling with a big issue and it's scary and it's hard and it requires all this effort to tackle it. But there's other fun initiatives to go pursue. But if you don't tackle the right problem, if you can't clearly define that and if you can't pursue the right initiatives, you're gonna be out of business. Or your business isn't gonna be resilient because you're not investing in the right initiatives. But in order to invest in the right initiatives, you have to have a clear ICP and your strategic problem has to be well identified. Once your strategic problem is identified, it's nothing to be embarrassed of. It's not like you want to hide it and not tell anybody about it. Instead, you want to communicate it clearly among the ranks. Everybody from the very top to the front line should understand what your strategic problem is and what you're trying to overcome. And when you do this, you create an alignment among your team and everybody could be focused on pursuing the right initiatives. Okay, so that's really what I want to drive home because I keep seeing this over and over and over again. The two issues I see with companies when I go in and work with them is they don't have a clear ICP and number two, they don't have their strategic problem clearly identified, which then results in poor initiatives and then the company's wasting a ton of time, a ton of money, and just a ton of energy on the wrong things. And if you do this consistently, year over year, you're gonna be out of business. On the other hand, the companies that are really thriving right now, and in the past and into the future, are those that have a very clear ICP, and have a very clear strategic problem, and then they have the initiatives to help them overcome it. Now your strategic problem can change over time. As you go out there and you execute on your strategy and your business evolves, new problems are going to arise. So there's nothing wrong with your strategic problem changing over time. You're just going to want to make sure you're on the up and up and you're constantly asking yourself, is this the macro problem that we're facing? And make tweaks to it along the way. And trust me, the first time you craft a strategic problem statement, it's going to be sloppy, but just get something down on paper and then you can refine it as you go out there and you execute and you test the market. Also, a part of this, make sure you're asking your customers for feedback. Solicit this feedback and do something about it. Also, be in tune with what's happening in the marketplace as well and make adjustments along the way. Okay, I wish you the very best as you go out there and you revisit your strategy as you build out your ICP, as you define your strategic problem, and then as you craft the initiatives that will help you to be successful, I, I wish you the best in this process. And if, and if you need any help, please reach out. I'd love to be able to help you out in your organization. In the meantime, I hope you have a great week. And until next episode, take care of yourself. Cheers. Hey, real quick. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you have business questions and you want to be featured on this podcast, send me an email at contact at cultivar.com and either type out your question or send a video or voice recording stating your name, your location, and what's on your mind. If you want to increase your financial intelligence, be sure to check out my other podcast called Boosting Your Financial IQ. All right, you have new knowledge. Go out there and execute. And until next time, cheers. Cheers.